Studio 54, baby. 54. 54. Coronasphere. Coronasphere 54. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, man. I don't. We, that's a very significant number for me. Yeah? Yeah. Um, it's when the year that rock and roll kind of started. All right. And it was the year I kind of started, but I don't want to say I, anything about dude, that. Dude, I can't, I can't take you seriously with that get up. Well, maybe we need to sip up. All right. Before we zip up, clink, lift, oh. separate. <laughs> mm. Oh, what do you got in here, man? That's more sputin for the. Is this sputin? Sputum? Rasputum? Yeah. Yeah. I gotta get this thing off, man. This That's is killing me. Damascutus. Oh, Damascutus sputum. <laughs> oh. We're going down a slippery slope. We're here. It's the 54, Studio 54. We thought we were gonna do a whole disco show. <laughs> I don't so think we can do that. We're gonna start out with a couple things that are kind of reminiscent of the disco era. Actually, what we did was we kind of ran into the we ran into these guys and we kind of I think that's all the disco we can handle. Ready? Give me the beat. Disco beat. Come Let's on. Let's get in there now. Everybody. Mm. Yeah. 
let's keep that beat going. We're working it now. Man, I can't hardly read that, man. I can't hardly read it, and I got my glasses on. I think it's a smaller font than usual. No, it's because I have the chords, because there's so many chords. Oh, my gosh. I don't know these tunes. Hey, man. (laughs) We should do like a chipmunk show. You want to do that? Yay! Well, you know, like I said, we started out to go for number 54. We we sat on a lark at the end of last show. We were going to do Studio 54 and all disco songs, and we went... Wow, man, we started looking at a couple of these, and it's like, we 
kind of stumbled upon a kind of a a Gibbs show. Yeah, a Gibbs show. Just a little. And a it's, Mary Gibbs show. And that's his show. We're going to do his show, the Mary Gibbs show. <laughs> this no, is his show and we're doing it. But I think I think it's a whole Gibbs. It's the Gib, the Brothers Gibbs show. There you go. The Brothers Gib. But, we're going to give back. That's what we're doing. This We're giving back to you for 54 weeks of mayhem. Okay? So, uh, well, before they became the disco kings or queens or whatever, um, you know, they had a lot of wonderful tunes that a lot of people covered, including Al Green, which... Didn't Al Green do this number? I think he did. Everybody recorded did. Yeah, this I, I one, saw right. Janis Joplin did it. Different people... What's our tempo here?
somebody, love somebody the way I love you. My gooiness. <clears throat> to think that's the same guy that does that. Why don't you uh, tell the people uh, the experience you had watching Barry Gibb um, on the official Night Fever uh, video? <clears throat> well, you know, it's interesting. I, I grew up, I mean, I definitely grew up around Saturday Night Live, you know, or Saturday Night Fever, excuse yeah. me. And, uh, um, yeah, it never really occurred to me that it was like a grown man with a beard and everything standing there doing that, like being taken seriously on a video. Okay. It just had this otherworldly delivery. And uh, my experience recently at looking at it was I, I was kind of shocked at how Well, how I didn't really look at them much. The way you they know, looked and everything, it just seemed so strange. Well, yeah, all the get-ups, you know, the angel flight sort of spandex or whatever they were wearing. Well, because they weren't even discoing out. They were just like, you know, it's just really weird what they did, I thought. Well, just didn't go with the whole, you know, I, Travolta and the whole thing, you know. Well, there was a whole disco movement happening for many years before that thing happened with them in that movie because they were... It was about that. Well, yeah, they were working with Robert Stigwood. He wanted to do this movie. And he went to them and said, will you write a theme for it? And he was going to call it Saturday Night. And Robin Gibbs said, that's not a good title. Why don't you call it Night Fever? Because we have a song called Night Fever. Oh, interesting. But he was very reticent about putting out a movie called Night Fever because it, he didn't want people to think it was, you know. Like a horror movie? Yeah, either that or a pornographic. You know what I mean? Like he didn't, he didn't want whatever right. negativity would come with that so then they so came then up they with came that. up with it what about saturday night fever yeah. and, and it just sort of worked boy that was a that was I a know. big decision but i mean you know I, I did a record in when it was 97 or something like that with albie galutin who produced who produced saturday night fever and produced uh, that those tracks for the Bee Gees. Right? yes in fact and you worked with their engineer as well. Yes, I did. Were you able At to Capitol ask... Records, in fact, and they they told us the story about the tape. They didn't have the the drum machines and things. They were using live cuts and they were chopping the tapes and they looked like a million little tracks, you know. Little, so they weren't using uh, an 808. They weren't using an 808. No, they no, were they were using a real, using a real drummer. Yeah, yeah. Because and they, I and they chopped the tape to, because they had to have it be perfected like a drum machine. It's interesting. Well, and it is the Bee Gees playing. You know, I mean, I'm actually band. not that old. But um, this one does go way back to before my time. Yeah, this but is something, in the, you know, before they, they were in the 60s, they, they started out as kind of a folk pop thing and had a bunch of hits with Robin Gibb singing in that sort of quavery little uh, voice. Yeah, I never quite understood his role until now, until seeing the older songs. Yeah, where he, he was, was the, the guy. lead singer and slowly Barry started coming to the fore and eventually you know sort of kind of took over and it really worked so what an amazing this is one from the robin gibb era well i'm going back to massachusetts nice robin gibb dude 
Something's telling me I must go on Now, I'm sorry I didn't remember the right harmony. I went and took the high note. I, I just know, went did, for it. Fact. I went and did it, man. I, I wasn't going to. The people. But I'd rather take the high note and know the note than to try to guess what the harmony was. It's, it's Mike, it's always better to take the high note. The high note? Yeah. When they go low, we go high. That's right. Great. Wow. So now there there was our Gibbs show. Yeah. We hope you enjoyed it. It was a It was a... It was like a, it was a mini set. Now we're gonna take you somewhere in the middle of uh, in the middle of America. And this is a really cool tune. Yeah, kind of really kind of rough sounding. I think I'm gonna use this one. Yeah, I have an interesting story about this song. If you care to hear it, please. Um, <clears throat> so I was not aware that Bruce Springsteen's parents and family. Moved to the San Francisco Bay Area in 1969. I had heard that his parents were living on the peninsula because 
you know, Bruce was trotting around with them to buy a guitar at Guitar Showcase, which which is a place I grew up in in San Jose, and they have all these articles about him being in there with his parents, right? So one day, my dad, I went to visit my parents who lived in Los Altos, and he hands me these two cassettes, and I go, "What?" He says, "Do you know this guy?" And I'm going, "Yeah." It was Bruce Springsteen's Lucky Town and uh, Human Touch. He put both albums out the same day, which is a business nightmare, but he did it anyway. Same covers and everything. It was really weird. And I'm going, I heard about this. And he goes, yeah, his parents came and bought a car off me because my car, dad was a Nissan dealer in Palo Alto, right? And so my, they had to call him in to close the deal once the salesman pitched it and got it. You know, my dad had to write it up. And so inevitably they're talking about kids and pets and, you know, that sort of thing. And, and uh, Bruce's dad asks my dad, well, what is your, you know, you got a son, yeah, he's a musician, you know. And he said, well, yeah, mine's a musician too. He says, here, I think I got, you know, and he digs in, hey, hey you know, ask the mom and dig out of her purse. And she had, they must carry those around, you know, because they wow. want to brag on their son. So they he whips that out and gives those to my dad. And he says, I'll give these to my son, I'm sure he'll, appreciate it so he hands this to me and tells me this i'm going you're kidding right but he wasn't it was like this and so i hadn't heard these records yet so i immediately went home and listened to human touch and it was good but then lucky town i put that on that album is like really great it's got some amazing tunes once again gary malabar played drums on it and gary uh and uh our buddy from american idol Randy Jackson oh. plays bass. Oh wow! And a bunch of other cool guys. Um, it was when Bruce. So, so he didn't have the E Street. He got rid. He, that's when he broke the band up, and he was going to do this, that, or the other, right? So there's a few years he was floundering, and it was on these albums, I believe, that that's when he made the call to Tommy Sims, our buddy, oh, wow. to play with him because he wanted to get a band out and go out, and he just basically recreated. How quaint to have that all happen with the parents. I mean, he was a big star at that time. He was, he? except that, you know, his parents had I mean, lived... Born to Run and all that, that was already, that already, was already huge, right? Well, yeah, but they'd been already living in San Francisco area. I think they lived like in Belmont and San Mateo area. And they'd even moved his sister and out there, but he didn't go. And I think he had a brother who may have stayed behind because by the time they moved... He was in high school. He didn't want to leave. He wanted to play the Jersey Shore, and he was getting the bands together with Van Zant and all those guys. And there was no way he was going to go to the West Coast. So he conned them. He either ran away or he, I don't know what the story is, but I'm starting to figure it out little pieces of it. So yeah, isn't that you know, cool? So he, he's always been hanging around. Probably a vital part of what made him great. Anyway, this song is uh, called The Big Muddy, and... Uh, Pete Seeger had uh, a tune called uh, Waist Deep in the Big Muddy, and, and Bruce being the uh, th the genius that he is, i.e. thief, talent borrows, genius steals, okay. right? Billy had a mistress down on 8th and 12th she was a little something he did for himself His own little secret didn't hurt nobody Come the afternoon, 
It's a really cool yeah, tune. It's a great tune. You nailed it, bro. It's good. Yeah. I'd go back and listen to that again. What you just did, man. Awesome. Oh, man. This song's just getting oh. harder and harder. <laughs> and harder. <laughs> and harder. Oh and harder. I, it's like we are really challenging ourselves this week. See, this, this right here was... Uh, why did we do this song? 
You asked for it. It just made when me your think late of, night text. It made me think of kind of the '70s um, disco era for some reason. Why don't you talk about uh, the drummer because uh, famous drummer Steve Gad. Steve Gad, man, is he a big uh, like any kind of major influence, or he's just one of the cats you dig, or what's your thing with yeah, him? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's kind of it's like you, you know, put him in your top ten, or sure. is it even he's, like he's, that? I mean, is it just he's just a, he's an institution as a drummer. Played on a lot of hits and yeah, uh, just amazing. Everybody's hero, you know, for many years. Super cool, man. Well, of all the things he's played, there's something about the drum part on this record that I could sit and just make a, just listen to it on loop forever. It's the, I mean, the first time I saw Steve Gadd was playing this on TV somewhere. He was with Paul. I think it was a Saturday Night Live. I'm not yeah. sure, but uh, but he just had like a kick snare and hat and mm -hmm. a tom to play this part, and that was and it was fantastic. And uh, he's always been that guy, man. Yeah. All right, well, and here's another Paul Simon tune that you're so. Now, you're are so you gonna make cool. me sing this? Are you? I'm gonna sing the whole thing. Oh my gosh, yeah. All right, I gotta. Okay. I gotta play the Steve Gadd drum part. All right, so listen. Now, give me. All right, give me tempo. Let's see if I can get inside it. is all inside your head she said to me the answer is easy if you take it logically I'd like to help you in your struggle to be free must be 50 ways to leave your lover she said it's really not my habit to intrude and furthermore I hope my meaning be lost or misconstrued but I'll repeat myself at the risk of being crude there must be 50 ways to leave your lover 50 ways to leave your lover just slip out the back check make a new plan stand you don't need to be coy Roy just get yourself free hop on the bus you don't need to discuss much Just drop off the key And get yourself free Let's take it again Oh, slip out the back jack Make a new plan, stand. You don't need to be coy, Roy Just listen to me Hop on the bus, Gus You don't need to discuss much Just drop off the key So to see you in such pain I wish there was something I could do To make you smile again And I said I appreciate that Would you please explain About the 50 ways She said why don't we both Just sleep on it tonight And I believe in the morning You begin to see the light And then she kissed me and I realized she probably was right There must be 50 ways to leave your lover 
Fifty ways to leave your lover Just about the back, Jack Make a new plan, Sam You don't need to be coy, Roy Just listen to me Now hop on the bus, Gus You don't need to discuss much Just drop off the key And get yourself free Everybody Whoa, sleep out the back, Jack Make a new plan, Sam You don't need Another. I don't know. What I wanted happens. another. Want a you chorus? Just... No, no. I meant I wanted another round of the bit. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think he goes for a few. Really? Because when he stops, you're not expecting it exactly. Oh, okay. I don't know if it's squared or what. I just. I had to go that... back and listen to it. it yeah, it's really fun. Fun okay. piece. Oh, it oh. Is. speaking of a fun piece. <clears throat> Did we map this? Was this a thing where we were gonna? Are you going to sing this? I can't remember anything. I think you start second verse. Okay. Hold on a second. I'm just a little bit out. <laughs> yeah, well, we're, we're doing, we started out doing some, we were thinking about New York Studio 54. We went by the way of uh, Australia. Is that what those guys are from? Little Australian disco. Um, then to Massachusetts. And then we, where did we go? We ended up in... Uh, uh, we ended up in Muddy, the Big Muddy. The Big Muddy, and now we're heading we were to, now, to San we Francisco. Went to, we just went to New Orleans, by the yes, way. Yes, uh, right. And now we're now we're we're here, kind of. Uh, we're here. West yeah, we're yeah. full circle. It's like, man. Going all the way. And we didn't even have a vaccine passport. Nope. <laughs> oh, man. Here we go now. No, no. <laughs> it's not listen. We can't. Family show. Family show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. Ready? Yes. Let's do here. There you go. Sitting in the morning sun. I'll be sitting when the evening comes. Watching the ships.
Chris Harrelson, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. <laughs> now, I, what I, when I said take it away, I meant you, I heard you whistling it in the right, you know, you could hit the high one, right? Because I couldn't get it. Dude. So I, I know, but I figured you would eventually worm your way up here and whistle, but no. Out comes the kazoo. You, 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 you Every call time. on Chris and the kazoo the comes kazoo out first. The kazoo just comes out. Yeah, it's like, it's like, you go, hey, Chris, and he says, kazoo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, earlier he was blown while I was practicing, and I'm hearing my guitar. I thought my guitar was broken, and I'm sitting there hearing this buzzy sound. I'm going, oh, no, you know, I have to call the repair guy again, and... Yeah, we needed him the other night for some technical thing, and I went down to the bar, and there he was dancing on the top of the bar with a kazoo, and all these people following around, going, oh, "I'll call him tomorrow." Are you making this up? <laughs> <laughs> the pied kazooer. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well. Um, well, show fifty-four no is show quite interesting. Is complete without the hint show. <laughs> But before we do the hymn show, why don't you do the tip show so I can find my glasses? Well, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> we appreciate your steadfast support and you guys being here. Thanks so much for getting into what we're doing. <laughs> and uh, paypal.me slash micro77s or Venmo is at micro77s for your loving patronage or... Yeah. Just sit back and enjoy it. That's the proposition. Oh, we have snail mail. What's snail mail, Michael? Oh, uh, it is P.O. Box. It's P.O. Box. 1441. 1441. Citrus. As citrus. As citrus. Citrus as in. Citrus. The fruit. Heights. heights as in. The heights. I swear, one of these days one we're going to get an original answer out of there. Um, here's a song by Loretta Lynn. Many people have recorded it. There's a land beyond the river that we call the sweet forever. And we only reach that shore by fate's decree. One by one, we'll gain the portal. There to dwell with the mortals When they ring those golden bells For you and me Don't you hear the bells now ringing? Don't you hear the angels singing? It's a glory hallelujah jubilee In that far off sweet forever Just beyond the shining river When they ring those golden bells For you and me When our days shall know their number When in death we sweetly slumber When the king commands the spirit to be free never more with anguish labor we shall reach that lovely haven when they ring those golden bells for you and me 
song mike <clears throat> that's a cute one isn't it yeah man yeah that's a sweet that's one. we that's a keeper man yeah it's I definitely think, a, i think we need to him show to that show thing man yeah that's pretty pretty cool so you told me that we have how many minutes left i oh my gosh what am i gonna do bruce i, I forgot to uh <laughs> i forgot to print up the uh you know the the big 77's hit you know do you, do you want to do you want to uh just do another you just want to do one of the disco songs again oh, no because we still have some other tunes to I'm do just kidding what do we got we got this one okay and we've got we've got this one well i'm gonna keep the hymn show going i'll do this while i try to figure out what i'm gonna do next oh yes this is a beauty i'm just gonna sit back and let you figure this one out yeah um, you have to decide you know like right now mike's going through this process where he's like he's heard this song performed i have in so many different ways he's like going he's kind of going you know which which way is the way i'm gonna do it now he's, right he can't decide it was funny because we were talking about it earlier i couldn't get any and, tempo and it's like okay, he did it in like five that... different fields and we well, we're just going, yeah the tempo kept what going. is this guy doing okay but there's a reason why <laughs> it's because the version i grew up with is just a rolling piano while elvis sings over it right and then the gospel quartet enters, and then eventually they settle on a tempo, but the whole thing is kind of floaty. Oh. And so I'm hearing him emote it in my mind, you know. Just can't, just can't pocket, just see the pocket. All right, let's go. Oh, Lord, my God. Let's try this. When I, in awesome wonder, consider all the worlds thy hands have made, I see the stars I hear the rolling thunder Thy power throughout The universe displayed When Christ shall come With shout of acclamation and take me home What joy shall fill my heart When I shall bow In humble adoration And then proclaim My God, how great Thou art and sings my soul, my Savior God to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. And sings my soul, my Savior God to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. 
everybody and sings my soul my savior God to thee how great thou art how great thou art and sings my soul Great feeling, man. Great tune. I found awesome. a tempo. I found a tempo. It's very nice. Beautiful it. chorus. Wow. Yeah, it's a great one. Who wrote this? I don't know. It's an it's it's an old hymn. I think it might have been written in the twenties, thirties, something like that. Man. I should know this, but I don't. Imagine being around when that happened. Well, Sitting with somebody and they're going, Hey, what do you think? What do you think? And you're going, That's pretty good, man. It'll end up in the yeah, we'll take it down. What was what was the street in was it or the the what the build the Lynn Lynn building or what, what was it what was the, the Brill building? The Brill building. Yeah, we'll take it down to the, the Brill Tin building. Tin Pan Alley and see yeah. how it sells. We'll sell yeah. it for five bucks. <laughs> wow. Who knows? Uh, I saw Carrie Underwood perform that on the Tonight Show a few months back. Oh wow! I don't know if she did an album of hymns or what, but it was some kind of special thing. It may, it may have been tied into Christmas and. Oh, wow. They let her come on there and do this just like huge, like really overblown gospel arrangement. I mean, it's the only time in the history of that show that I've ever seen anything that came close to church religious moment. And it was, I mean, she sang like it was the last thing she was ever going to sing. I mean, she poured her heart out and Jimmy and the Roots didn't, didn't know how to react to it. It was wow, just sort I of like, see they just, that. yeah, you should, because it was kind of like, it was just so starkly in contrast to what normally happens on that show. It, That's they fantastic. just they didn't know what to do. I mean, it was just like wow, you know. It was intense. <clears throat> and was, she, hey, they were probably looking at it and going, "What's going on? <laughs> What's going on?" Well, why don't we do uh, that? Yeah, we got to bring it back to this. This isn't exactly the the fifty four, but it's uh well it's, it's in there, it's, you it's know. Soul. It's soul. We just you, we couldn't we couldn't soul it up without kind of Well let's every, face every, it. everywhere you go, every time you go in the soul direction, you gotta check your poles by looking at where you are compared to this. Hey, before disco there was this, right? Yeah. Is that good? Is that good tempo for you? Yeah. Mother mother there's too many of you crying Brother, brother, brother There's far too many of you dying You know we've got to find Find a way to bring some love in here today. Oh, oh, oh. 
Four in the books. There you go. See you on the 55. See you on the 55. 55.